Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Well, it's noon here on Thursday, October 27th in Bethesda, Maryland, and this is news that you can use from your uh, from YA with your dear friends and hosts, Zach, geez, and Ray. I told you it was leaning. Don't be messing with <laughs> Don't make me hold the boom mic the whole time. There we go. Still leaning, but we're, we're good. We're good. You can hear us, can't you? Man, say something there, <sighs> Mr. Boom Mike. <laughs> All right, Pops. We are going to kick today's show off with Ford. Putting the auto industry on alert. We had CarMax earnings a couple weeks ago. That was alarming on the used car side of things. Dad, on the new car side, Ford coming out with an $827 million loss in their most recent quarter. What was the most surprising aspect of their earnings report? Was it the the magnitude of the loss, which we knew going into the quarter there was going to be an increase in spend on supply chain and issues that they had there? Was it the winding down of Argo AI, which I definitely think we need to spend some time talking about? Or was it the fact that they still have 40,000 vehicles waiting for final parts? They said no longer because of semiconductor issues. It's just they're waiting for other parts at this point. It's not just chips anymore. What what stood out to you? What put you on alert? The Argo thing. All right, let's start there. The artificial intelligence uh, self-driving, autonomous driving uh, startup that they were involved with. And, And the thing that I took from it is they came to the realization that, well, as... As much as everybody would like to believe this is happening sooner rather than later, it's happening later rather than sooner. Let's put some context to this and then get your take on it and the community's take as well. Ford and Volkswagen backed Argo AI to shut down. Ford said it will take a $2.7 billion non-cash charge. They're losing $2.7 billion, folks. Yeah, but not in cash. (laughs) (laughs) On their Argo investment argo the goal of argo it probably says it somewhere in the article here the the whole goal behind argo was to do level four autonomous driving i don't know where it's going to be in here they talk about it in the other article about ford's earnings dad what they what ford ultimately came out and said is we are at least at a minimum five years away from having technology that's capable of doing that type of driving and realistically it's not even five years away they're winding down the entire business It'll be more than five years. And reallocating all of the money that they had, the staff that they had, et cetera. Yes. That is huge news. Well, which which I take from that. This is just my take because everybody knows that I'm, I'm not particularly well educated. I spent the bulk of my life in the retail automotive industry so that I'm, well, you know, that right there tells you my lack of intelligence because I spent, it took me 43 years to figure it, to get out of it. Yep. Um, but but having read that and all the money that <clears throat> that various manufacturers have pumped into uh, autonomous driving technology indicates to me, especially when Ford says we're at least five years or more away from that being viable. Yep. That indicates to me that all the manufacturers investing the billions almost trillions of dollars that they have planned to invest in evs and saying that they want to be at like 50 percent of all vehicles sold to be evs by 2030 that ain't happening 
Okay. Two years from now, three years from now, whenever it is, they're all going to come out one at a time and go, uh, well, maybe it'll be closer to 2040 or maybe it'll be closer to 2045. Um, they're, you know, when one starts to invest, others say, well, we have to. So everybody, it just, it becomes self-perpetuating. Yep. Everybody joins in and this frenzy starts. And then one day everybody wakes up and goes, uh, there was no need for the frenzy. Well, Dad, to be fair, there's actually a frenzy going on right now of YAA merch. So I do think frenzies can be a... Yeah, but they're usually short-lived. <laughs> so let's let's look at it, though. I want to really uh, uh, hone in on the language that Ford used here to help justify their decision-making. Ford originally had planned to begin commercializing level four vehicles in 2021, level four autonomous vehicles in 2021, yes. before pushing back that timeline due to the COVID pandemic. Yes. Got it. Okay. Quote, but things have changed, and there's a huge opportunity right now for Ford to give time, the most valuable commodity in modern life, back to millions of customers while they're in their vehicles, Farley said, Jim Farley said in a statement. We're optimistic that uh, about a future for level four autonomous driving, but profitable, fully autonomous vehicles at scale are a long way off, and we won't necessarily have to create that technology ourselves. When Ford does eventually develop level four technology, Lawler said it would likely be focused on commercial services like package delivery, which have been testing in various cities with Argo. Farley said Ford plans to hire a couple hundred employees from Argo AI to expand and accelerate development of technology categorized as level two. Doug Field, Ford's chief advanced uh, product development and technology officer, said developing fully autonomous vehicles is the most difficult current, uh, difficult current challenge facing the industry. It's harder than putting a man on the moon. He said, again, $2.7 billion gone simply as a result of realizing, okay, these objectives that we said we were going to hit last year, we ain't going to hit them last year. We're not going to hit them next year. We're not going to hit them in the next five years. Uh, we're, we're done trying to hit them. And it was interesting Dad, because at the same time, Ford did lose $827 million. Their, their margin is being compressed. They had less mm -hmm. than 5% profit margin across the board. And they're still struggling to produce vehicles. Interestingly enough, they've got more inventory in dealers' hands than a year ago, but there's still 40,000 vehicles sitting around waiting for parts. And they came out last quarter. I haven't read anything yet this quarter. They're having warranty and recall issues more than they had expected and anticipated. No wonder you're saying, okay, you know, like, let's get rid of that $2.7 and just cut our losses yeah, and move on. Yeah, maybe they should say, hell, we haven't figured out how to do what we're, what we're supposed to do well. Uh, what we allegedly do well, we haven't figured out how to do that. Why? Why should we continue to invest in something like this, where we know it's actually going to take much longer than any of us had ever envisioned? It was a great bandwagon to jump on. It's an even better bandwagon <laughs> to, to jump off. And we are going to come to the chat here in just a second. But related to this, Dad, is Tesla. They're facing a criminal probe. Ooh. From the Justice Department yes. over their self-driving claims. What the heck's going on at Tesla Pops? Uh, I don't know. Something about their self-driving cars can't recognize emergency vehicles on the side of the road and will crash into them. Um, you know, so all, all these manufacturers would like to develop the technology that will allow them to produce cars that well, can give time back, the most precious commodity of all, to give time back to people when they're operating these machines. And well, like with all machinery, rather than diverting your attention because they figured out a way for it to drive for you, yep. you really need to be in control of that. And um, as much as we'd like to give you that 
commodity of time back. <laughs> Spend your time driving the damn car. Yeah, I don't think self-driving is coming anytime soon. All right, Pops, we've got from Mav here. Mav, thanks for being on. I'm not sure what I'm going to do at noon once I actually buy a car. Do you want to remind Mav that we're on Monday through Friday? Yeah, you we're here Monday through here. Friday, noon to whenever. Um, and you don't have to be in the market for a car to enjoy the show. Um, you know, I think it was Thursday nights that, if I remember correctly, back in the 80s and 90s, that Seinfeld was on. Yeah. Even, even if you weren't into comedy, you had to, like, watch the show. Even if you weren't into these four characters doing nothing, you had to, there's no reason to stop watching the show at noon, even if you've purchased a car. It's still entertaining. It's still informative. It can be educational. Um, occasionally. Yeah, very occasionally. Rarely. Rarely. But but it could be, and you don't want to miss the time that it is. So please continue to allocate a half hour to us every day, Monday through Friday, whether you need a car or not. All right, Pops, let's keep going through here. Dealer Hacker says self-driving and automated semi-trucks are a lie that everyone knew was a fraud. It's a long way off, but was a way to fundraise. Okay. Should we open up a GoFundMe page or something? for? I mean, Todd's here with us. Good afternoon to all my friends at YAA. I cannot wait until I become a member of such a great organization. Thank you for all that you did. That's awesome. Well, you don't have to wait, Todd. <laughs> I, and don't wait past Monday because you can join between now and Monday and get 50% off on the YAA Plus membership. You can join for three months for $59.99, or you can join for 12 months for $60. I don't know. You tell me which makes more sense. I love it, Dad. Yeah, well that, done. Well done. Yeah, that was a good pitch. Susanna's got a great point here. Yeah. Are they simply being realistic? And I think they are. And I also <laughs> think I also think we should commend them for that. Yeah. They're being realistic. Also, yeah. the numbers don't lie. You can't lose nearly a billion dollars well, and come could. out. Well, you you can you can lose a billion. They did it. Yeah, but you have to change something when you lose that much money. Do you has Carvana. That's a good point. Okay, um, so yes, are they being realistic? Yeah, it, it took two point seven billion dollars for them to finally become realistic. Um, there, there's a lot of pipe dreams out there. This is not the first time in America that that we've seen businesses have these really what people consider to be wonderful ideas that will have no practicality at all. Um, and, and so there's pipe dreams that people buy into. This was just one of them at the moment. Now, that's not to say that at some point in time, you know, we won't have autonomous driving vehicles. It just probably won't be in my lifetime. Um, it, it'll probably be in yours. I hope so, but, yeah. but, it, but it, more than likely, it won't be in mine. Um, it, it, it's... It's great. It's great to have goals. Okay. Just make it the right goal. 100%. Yeah. All right, Pops, we got another comment here in the chat. Yes. Issei says, hey, guys, when would be the time to purchase a new car? Don't need one right now, but would like one in the near future. Any recommendations? Love your videos. We talked a lot about this on yesterday's show, Issei. <clears throat> if you're in the market for a used car and you're going to finance it, I'm gonna, I promise I'll answer new car. If you're in the market for a used car and I'll you're going to finance it, car. it's today. Yeah. That's my two cents, at least. If you're in the market for a new car, what are you saying, Pops? Is it today? Is it next year? I, I, no, I'll still say the same thing I've been saying for, for like forever. The <laughs> last week of the year between Christmas and New Year's is usually the best time to buy a car. That's when 
dealerships have goals that they set for the year that they want to hit. Manufacturers have goals that they set for the year that they want to hit. Uh, that's typically when customer incentives from manufacturers are at the highest point uh, during the course of the year. Um, there's there's a feeding frenzy that happens the last week of the year, and sometimes really stupid deals get made. Manufacturer dealers will just they get caught up in it. I mean, they're human beings; they get caught up in the frenzy just like consumers do, and and sometimes they agree to things that well. Uh, Afterwards, they go, well, maybe that wasn't a deal we should have made, but whatever. I got a shape up, so I'm going to pull it up on the screen. Thank you to everyone. My inbox is flooded. I mean, I've probably got nearly 100 emails that look just like this, Dad. Ooh. From It doesn't matter the brand. I posted yeah. on TikTok and Instagram. It doesn't matter the brand. From Toyota to Ford to Acura to Honda, I am getting emails like this trying to get folks back in the door. It is the clearest indicator I think there possibly is that sales are starting to slow down. And that, yes. and we know this. New car inventory is three times as high as it was la this time well, last for year. GM. For GM, it's three yes. times as high. Excuse yeah. me. For the industry, it's up 54%. Yes. So we are seeing inventory start to sit, which means come end of year, which is traditionally the best time to buy a deal, yes. you're going to see even better incentives. Well, and, and end of year, I mean, what we're talking about is two months from now. We're talking 60 yeah. days. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, when when is the best time? So you're talking the week between Christmas and New Year's has traditionally been the busiest one week period of time in the year. Yep. OK. And I'm telling you, there are salespeople have have monthly and year end goals they want to hit. Dealerships have monthly and year end goals they want to hit. Manufacturers have monthly and year end sales goals they want to hit incentives are at their highest point of the year um inventory is starting to build up so one would one would think that perhaps there'll be even more inventory available the last week of the year or at least certainly the last month of the year and you know and you can you can acknowledge this and we're not making this up when we say it the manufacturers cook the books like bmw got caught on this a couple oh, of years okay. ago yeah. that happens all the time they report cars as sold that aren't actually sold you know what's going to happen yeah, alfa romeo did it, it. happens everybody, it, it happens. everybody, everybody does every it. manufacturer Nissan does did it, it. Yeah, they all they all beg dealers to report cars sold that aren't sold. Okay, and so why do I bring that up? Because we are already starting to see again. Ford Ford's earnings is putting the industry on notice from the OEM standpoint. You are going to see we're already starting to see the slowdown yes. in terms of the auto industry. What's going to happen at the end of the fourth quarter is a flurry of activity to try and sell as many cars as possible. Whether they actually sell them or not is to be determined. Yeah, whether it's just that, the, that they ask the dealers to put them in the demo service or whatever, so they can report them as sold, even though they aren't sold. Um, you know, that that's just part and parcel of business in America today. Noticing a couple comments in the chat about how people found YAA and why they're still here with us. Thank yeah. you for this. I found YAA from Happy Hippo, who is frequently with us. We appreciate yes. it. I found YAA last year around December, and they helped me get my Lexus at MSRP. I signed up for the premium membership and is planning to upgrade to either a hybrid or EV. It is worth the money. We love that. Share, share how you found us and, and why you're sticking around, if you don't mind, in the chat. We'd yes. love to read those. Tony says... Hey, YAA, do you believe with Ford losing this much money are going to cut corners in their quality control even more than before? No. Yeah, I don't think no, so. No, I, I don't think they can cut. I don't think they can. Yes, any more than they have. Yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of this is just a paper loss. So, But, but you know, it, it also involves real money. Uh, <laughs> but, no, I they, 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 they're in 
not in any position where they're in trouble. Okay. No. And so I think they'll, I think they'll be fine. If there's an OEM that's in trouble, and we're going to get into this as part of today's really, you got yes. to be kidding me. If there's an OEM that's in trouble, it's a, it's another one. We've got here from David Pops. Did Hurricane Ian have the effect on used car prices that was expected or estimated? Um, as it turns out, not yet. You know, we, we still see uh, statistically from uh, Black Book uh, that, that wholesale values of the pre-owned cars sold at auction are still continuing to drop. Um, you know, I thought the possibility would exist that we could see a spike in wholesale values because the Florida dealers were in need of more inventory. Uh, so far, that has not happened, um, which is a good thing for consumers. Um, and, and I hope that it doesn't happen. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. And it also, I think, indicates because Cox Automotive estimated 50,000 vehicles were lost as a result of Hurricane Ian. It also uh, illustrates how much demand has dropped off, how sharply demand has dropped off, because yes. that's 50,000 vehicles that are now 50,000 people coming back into the market, 50,000 vehicles that are not in supply. Still, we haven't seen it change materially the, na the nationwide footprint. So, yes. Oh, this is awesome to see this. I was in the market for a new vehicle and came across why I purchased a car in May and I still tune in. Thank you. Thank, Thank you guys. Yeah, because there, there are tidbits. There are nuggets. You just, you just never know exactly when I'm going to drop one. And truth of the matter is neither do I. Or I've got a question for you, Pops. Is the last week of the year traditionally the best time to buy a used car too? Or what time of year is traditionally best for used cars? Well, the last week of the year is traditionally the best time of the year to buy a car. Uh, trust me, salespeople have sales objectives that they want to hit, goals that they want to hit. It, it's the same for the used car manager. I, it, so, yes, the last week of the year is typically the best time of the year and and you know january february can also be good times of the year to buy used cars because one of those months will end up being the slowest sales month of the year it's either going to be january or it's going to be february it's always been that way it will always be that way um you know because of all the sales events in in December yep. and where we compress all that business into December, what we've done in, in essence is we've taken our January customers and got them to buy in December. So that's why either January or February will be the slowest sales month of the year. So yeah, good deals could be had on used cars uh, January and February as well. And that's why if interest rates weren't rising the way that they are, January, February are the perfect time yes. to be buying a car, at least like perfect in the sense that, you know, if better than they've if, been. If you're a payment buyer, it might not be. Exactly. Thus, some of our recommendations yes. recently. All right, Pops, I wanted to turn our attention. Where did I want to turn our attention? I, I have no idea. You normally don't share with me. You, you, keep, you, you are like a mushroom farmer. You, you keep me in the dark and you just keep throwing poop on top of me. Love it. Ready? Yeah. Really? You, you gotta, gotta be, be kidding. kidding me. I gotta get those damn hearing aids fixed. All right. Here's the deal, Dad. Yes. We have a community member that sent me, I'm going to call it an essay. But you My know God, what? It looks like it. But essay. you know what? We're going to read this essay because. The whole damn thing? Can't we get the abridged version? Calm Where's the Reader down, Digest? Reader's calm Digest down, version. Calm down. Here's the deal. We're going to read through this. Why? Okay. Because Hyundai and Kia lost $2 billion last quarter as a result of recalls, warranty yes. work. They're giving lifetime warranties away like hotcakes. 
Yeah. Right. You know, another seventy-one thousand uh, sports. I know. Were Fair fires. Yep. Yeah, older ones. I'm gonna read. So this. if you if you haven't burnt to a crisp yet. <laughs> The possibility still exists if you're driving an older Sportage. This person in our community did. Yes. They had, they have, I'm going to say have, because yes. they still have it technically. Yes. A 2017 Kia Sorento EX. Okay. Okay. Yes. Got a good deal on it way back when, uh, while they did an oil change. Actually, yeah. we'll start here. Okay. The vehicle's been fine from 26,000 to 97,000 miles. No problems except around 83,000 miles when we drove it to Florida to take the wife and the three kids for spring break. I noticed oil consumption. I started tracking it. Through okay. the next two oil changes, I was adding two quarts in between changes. Then I took mm -hmm. it to Kia. They made me restart the process by paying for an oil change and asked for all my oil change history. I PDF'd them within one hour. I think they thought I would have them. Um, so he, he yeah. changes it. While they did the oil change around 97,000 miles, they also updated the NOx sensor. They oh. took it out for a drive and something was wrong with it. They wanted to do an injector cleaning and an oil bath. Thankfully, we had an extended warranty through Ally. Yeah. I'd pay $100 deductible and wasn't the original owner. And three weeks later, my car was fixed. Okay. My wife picks up the car, goes to merge into the highway at 70 miles per hour, and it goes into safe slash limo mode down to 15 miles per hour. Thankfully, nobody hit her as my son was with her. Back to the dealer, another rental. With the ending cleaner, it blew the air intake manifold off. They put us, they put a new one on, took another week, some money. Yeah. In the meantime, I'm watching your show and decided to put it for sale. No one bites on it. Can't can't understand why. Yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. He's got a, a, a someone that he works with who works in auto, and there's a bunch of oil coming out of the uh, exhaust in the back. Lower the price on cars.com. Couldn't find a deal. Sadly, last Tuesday, while on the loop in Chicago, I started chugging. I send a pic to the to my wife uh, if the lifetime warranty that was sent to me, but Kia explained it didn't really mean lifetime. I sent this at five oh six p.m. Okay, I need somebody, a lawyer out there, to define lifetime. And I know from having been in the automobile industry, it's it's funny because you know they use the term lifetime a lot. Yeah, yeah. And I, if I remember correctly, lifetime translated into seventy-two months or yeah, something. It's not like actually. That. It's not that you know because who, who's to say what what the what the actual lifetime of it should be? At five twelve p.m., the light comes on. It's not sounding too good. I slow down and put it in cruise control, and I'm thinking this is awful. This has been weeks of mental strain and mental space, and now I'm going to be walking. I drove another thirty miles, going forty miles per hour. I I, I died several times, but I was able to get it started and it went slower and slower and slower. Very. Uh, at the toll booth, it stalled out. Every ramp incline, it stalled out. At this point, I'm just determined to get it to the dealer. Finally, I roll into the parking lot at the dealership at 8 p.m. No enterprise open, nothing. I calmly talk to the general manager, Chris. He's like, man, you've been in and out of here a lot. What do you do? I said, I'm a doctor in education. He's like, you have kids, right? I said, yeah, four. He walks away and comes back. He's like, I'm going to give you a car to drive until we can figure this out. That's this was crazy. last Tuesday. He said he would sell me a new Kia at invoice, and nobody gets those deals right now, or sell me uh, an ages yeah. at inventory cost. I was like, Kia knows these engines are a problem. Why isn't it just getting fixed? I mean, I understand it's going to be a rebuilt engine with the same issues, but at least I could trade it. Yes. As it stands now, my wife keeps uh, calling. I keep driving by each night the dealership to see if the car is still there. <laughs> they told me they had 10 bad engines in front of me and wouldn't have time uh, for a while to even diagnose my problem. I still have 36 payments left on the loan and owe $13,000, and I'm driving their car. Okay. Dad, is this not? And, and so thank you to the community member who yes. sent this in. We've talked about on this channel and on the YA channel, Hyundai Kia, the recall issues, the quality control issues, the $2 billion loss. And then you get emails like this sent in. It is real and it impacts people's lives on the daily, on a daily yes. basis. And, 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 
And let's let's just say for a moment that Kia actually honors the warranty and they pay to replace the engine or do whatever it is that they need to do. Which there's another viral video on YouTube right now where they're not doing that, but yes. we'll leave that alone. Okay. But but that that doesn't take into account the time, effort, and energy that's been expended by uh, what was the customer's name? Uh, Alexander. Our, expended by Alexander. The the uh, cost of getting to and from the dealership. Yes, the dealership general manager put them in a car to use. I, I don't, I'm assuming the dealership's paying for that. Yeah. Um, but the point is that even though there's warranties, even though like when a recall is done and the manufacturer pays for it, there's still inconvenience to the customer. Huge. Um, you know, there's still a cost involved. Uh, obviously, the big cost is being borne by by uh, the manufacturer. Um, but it, it just, just this continues to highlight dealerships or not dealerships manufacturers efforts to put out product not thoroughly test the product to make sure that that it will last as long as it was intended to last um and leave leave it up to their customers to inform them of what the issues really are as opposed to i don't know you know running the cars day and night for as long as it takes to put a lot of miles on them to see, to see how they're going to react. There's a difference between planned obsolescence yes. and poor manufacturing. Yes. And unfortunately, and the reason I say it's unfortunate is because it impacts millions of vehicles and millions Every of year. people. Every year. Hyundai and Kia yes. now have a track record of poor manufacturing. And have for years. And, 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 and when they first came to the United States... They weren't thought of highly, okay? They were thought of, of as, you know, really cheap, inexpensive wheels. Um, they were, when they came to the United States, they, they were what the Asian brands, Toyota, Nissan, Honda, Mazda, Subaru were when they first came to the yeah. States. They were, they were less expensive vehicles, but the difference was that, that for the most part, the Toyotas, the Hondas, the, the Nissans, the Mazdas, the Subarus, they cranked out high-quality vehicles for the most part. Um, and Hyundai Kia cranked out low-quality vehicles, and they've made improvements over time, okay? But mostly in the design and the look of the cars, not in the quality of the cars. Um, and... And so they've never, never been thought of as a particularly high quality brands. And it appears as if, um, even though they become more mass market, um, that the quality has never in, dramatically improved from when they first started. And if there is a brand or an automaker that does deserve this type of recognition for their, their shortcomings, it is Hyundai and Kia. Like we rag on Ford from time to time. Yes. But truly, when you have to come out and you have to allocate billions of dollars, yeah, which just to be in one quarter, which to be fair, Ford is not far off. They yeah. they allocated their billion in one quarter, and they were, they said that's more for supply chain issues. But we also know it has to do with a lot of recall work, yes. and warranty work. This is 
This is not planned obsolescence. This is unfortunately poor manufacturing, cutting corners. And sadly, you've got to expect that with these vehicles, again, Ford has 40,000 vehicles that are still sitting around waiting for final parts so that they can be sold as new vehicles. GM still has, I think it was 25,000 or 30,000 vehicles sitting around. You just kind of have to question as a car buyer, are you actually, sure, there's a warranty, which is great from the manufacturer. There's a warranty. That's that Magnuson Moss that makes that required. Mm -hmm. Your time's worth a lot of money. Yeah, and, and this know, poor gentleman Alexander, he's just, and and even even if there's a warranty, um, you know, if you have to avail yourself of that warranty uh, more times than not, uh, who cares that it has the warranty? Yep. It just it just proves that it's not that good of a vehicle. Um, you know, I I related the story about when I had the golf shop and I had a golf club manufacturer, Mitsushiba, not Mitsubishi, but Mitsushiba, and they were actually literally the fourth largest manufacturer of shafts, graphite shafts, and clubs in the world because they manufactured for everybody else. Okay, and they decided to manufacture their own brand, and their pitch to me when the vice president came in and said, well, we want you to carry our brand is, well, you know, it has a lifetime warranty. Any, if, if, if a shaft ever breaks, we'll replace it free for as long as the customer owns the clubs. And I thought to myself, these are either the worst shafts <laughs> ever made, but they've got a great warranty or they're the best shafts ever made and they have a great warranty. So I took a shot yeah. and I, and I sold their clubs at the store and honestly, I never sent one club back for a broken shaft. Never happened. Um, but that's not to say that, you know, they couldn't have been the Hyundai Kia of yeah. golf clubs. Yeah. Turned out they weren't, but they very well could have been. Um, so you just, you, you know, warranties are a wonderful thing and it's a great selling point. But if you have to avail yourself of it all the time, who wants it? Well, that's a uh, reason why we do not offer a warranty when you become a YAA member. You have no warranty when you sign up for YAA+, Plus, but you do get a heck of a lot of support. We are up to that. The growth in our community has been outstanding. Folks going back to join YAA.com. I typically say that we help a couple hundred people each week or a hundred yes. people each week. It's it's way over a hundred people each week that we are doing the live chat with, deal reviews, Folks are getting the video consults with us. You're gonna have well. to hire more people. I think we're, we're I think we're getting close. Yeah, I think we're getting close. Which means, folks, we're gonna need more of you to sign up. <laughs> okay. I think probably, I think probably beginning of next year. Uh, and I know Justice and Ashley and Kimberly and Phil, if you're on, and Space, if you're on, Jerry, if you're on. Yeah. I know that's news to you. We haven't talked about it internally, but holy hell, we are busy helping so many people. It's fantastic to see. We do have the 50% off promotion mm -hmm. ending at the end of the month. So that's obviously been Monday. And we, and we have a hundred dollar discount, even on the extended warranty right now. So anyway, long story short, yes. helping lots of folks, super excited to see that. And, and the success stories on the community forum, please continue to share your success stories there. It is so inspiring to see people getting deals in this market, saving money on insurance, saving money on repairs. It's so, it's so good to see. And, yeah. and the credit unions are like weeks away. We got the signed agreements this week with four different credit unions. It's just a matter of getting it up on the website. That makes me so excited that people are going to, they're going to save so much money, not having to futz around for financing and for refinancing. I freaking hate how refinance companies make money. Like if you Google search, help me refi a car, those stupid companies, 
Those companies, companies not stupid. Those companies charge you. Yeah, they charge you a fee <laughs> to help you refinance. Yeah, you don't need that. What Just, do we charge? We don't. Okay, what do we Every, make? Fifty bucks. That's it. Fifty bucks. It might change in the future, but it's fifty bucks, man. You know, you know, fifty bucks. Are we going to upsell you a gap policy? No. You know, I did a <sighs> really bad job teaching you what get quick rich means. <laughs> Or get rich quick, okay? It's it just, it <sighs> just, you know, it, it. You are so dedicated to doing things for the public good. Boom, Chad, love to see it. Dealers are discounting, especially in the upper Midwest. Recession alarms are ringing. Uh, you know, not you were you... giving me uh, title ideas <laughs> yeah. for tomorrow's yeah. YA and, video, and 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 not if you read the comments when we when we you know because all the time, oh they're not happening in my area, okay. <laughs> We, you never showed us anything. Okay, yeah, Zach just goes through all the time. You know, let's look at the price history. Um, you know, we can, oh, yeah, the prices dropped five thousand dollars. Yes, we agree it's still too expensive, but it's five thousand dollars less expensive. You know, I mean, come on, people, wake the hell up. That's kind of what I do with my arms when I run. Jeez, yeah, but I don't run. <laughs> Nor would I. All right, folks. I will not be here tomorrow. No, you will not. You and Miss Kimberly. Jet plane. I will. Let's be very clear. I will be on a commercial flight. Yeah. Yeah. On a jet. On a plane. Yeah. Um, flying over to California. Got a wedding this weekend. Super excited about that. You and Kimberly will be running the show Friday night. No Saturday night show, but we'll be back the week following. Friday night. Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon. My goodness, what are you? I don't work Friday (sighs) evenings. Just like I don't work Thursday evenings because there's a football game. <laughs> Tune in tomorrow. Pops yes. and Kimberly should be a great show. Maybe Justin will join you guys as well. We will see. I'm looking forward to watching and tuning in myself from the aeroplane. We will be back. I will be back with you on Monday. The promotion ends on Monday. Monday yes. Promotion ends on yeah. Monday. Also, we have the hundred dollars off on the VSC, so take advantage of that. Now, now can I yeah. can I warn the people about one thing? Zach will indeed be back for the oh uh, yes for the news that you can use show on Monday. Monday, yep. Okay. The difference is I'll be here in Bethesda and and he will be in sunny Southern California in Palm Springs, uh celebrating an early Thanksgiving with the with Laura and her family. Yep, they do an early Thanksgiving. So I'll be hanging out with them. I've got a green screen in my backpack and my camera and everything. So yeah, looking forward to doing the shows with you. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward to it too. And then after the show, you can go, well, I don't know, play golf, oh, yeah. uh, hike, um, whatever. Yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> Have some fun. All right, everyone, thank you for being here with us. Thanks for tuning in. Pops, thank you as always. My pleasure. I'll see you back here with Kimberly tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from YAA. Thanks for being here, everybody. I'll see you back here tomorrow. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon. soon.